0: All right, we're back. We're live on the Here and There Sports Podcast. It's Conference Championship Week. How you doing?
1: Uh, I'm excited. You know, it's a great time of year. NFL in full swing. NBA started up, obviously, and college football coming down to the finish. So it's going to be exciting to see where all these teams college end up. Basketball, college basketball as well. We can't forget about that. And hockey, forgot
0: about that. No, we can forget about that. I'm pretty sure. I mean no one cares about baseball.
1: So uh, that's that's out of the way.
0: Until wait till Seattle gets a hockey team. We're gonna be the next golden knights. <laughs> okay. Except we're gonna win the championship.
1: Yeah, and then and then not have a letdown the next year.
0: And yeah, and and our franchise isn't gonna relocate to Oklahoma City this time. All okay. right. They
1: won't leave you. So, they won't leave
0: you. That'll be no, good. No, they won't. No, they won't. All right, so let's get to some of these games. Boycott what Starbucks. Do you... What? I said boycott Starbucks. Anyway, get to the games.
1: <laughs> All right. All right, what are you thinking on the Oklahoma uh, and Texas game?
0: Oh, Red River Rivalry Part 2. Man, this game's got some big college football and imp- playoff implications going um, for Oklahoma. And it's a huge game for Texas as well. The uh, horns down gesture for the Sooners has been – banned it'll be called as a penalty which i think is kind of ridiculous i mean what are you going to ban the horns up penalty too but either way um i think that texas is going to win this game in a bit of a surprise kyler murray obviously lights up that oklahoma offense but their defense is just fundamentally bad and the same can be said for texas they have a good core of seniors in that defense and i think they've finally found that quarterback that they've been vying for since the Colt McCoy days and Sam Ellinger and um, Texas, you know, they might have Oklahoma's number and I think they get another win.
1: I got to disagree with you there. I think Oklahoma's got this game. Kyler Murray playing it, having an insane season this year, 37 touchdowns and seven receptions. Highs and possibility. Yes. And Marquise Brown, who's been throwing to us 70 catches for a thousand two hundred sixty-four yards and 10 touchdowns. So that connection has been going full strong. And, you know, I've never been a big Texas supporter. I know they beat my Trojans earlier in the year, but I don't think they're some great team. Um, I think in, in the fact that they beat Oklahoma earlier in the season, Oklahoma's going to be playing for a spot in the college football playoff. I don't think they're going to lose focus here. I think they're going to uh, post some big numbers and win. Now, I do, I'm a little nervous about the defense because they've been giving up massive amounts of yardage uh, per, year, or per game this year, and they've allowed 32.8 points uh, per game. So that's kind of a concern. But I do think that if it gets into a shootout, which I think it's going to be, I'm going to take the Oklahoma offense. Yeah, that's fair.
0: Um, Okay, so you're taking Oklahoma. Let's go to – I don't know. How about Washington, Utah tomorrow night? Who you got in the Pac-12 championship? Well, I know your your Huskies
1: are playing. You're nervous for this game. But I got to go with the Utes, baby um i like the upset i i frankly cannot trust the huskies in big time games until i see them win a big time game (laughs) um so kind of because of that reasoning i'm going with that and also utah's averaging more points per game at 30.8 and they got a pretty nice defense out there in utah only averaging 20 points a game and they play in a uh the pac-12 conference which has had its problems this year but does have a few good offenses in it, such as arizona and oregon and occasionally, occasionally USC, if
0: they decided to play one day, but that is mm. did not happen. Uh,
1: but I'm going with the Utes tomorrow night. What about you?
0: Yeah, I mean, I sort of agree with you. I mean, Utah, they've got a good defense. I think it's second best in the conference. Um, behind Washington, I think, has the best defense in the conference, uh, allowing some 17 points per game to Utah's 20. But, yeah, I think it's going to be a defensive grind. I think it's going to be a good game. A little bit disappointed. I can't make it out to Santa Clara, but um, conflicting schedules, so it's okay. I'll watch it from my house. The busy and- life of Ethan Kilbreth can't uh, make yeah. it happen. Yes, sir. But we'll see if they go to the Rose Bowl. I don't know. Actually, I probably can't make it to that either. Ski vacation, whatever. Um, I think <laughs> the Huskies are going to win this game, and I think that obviously the Huskies beat Utah earlier this season, twenty-one to seven in Salt Lake, and. They're two very different teams than they were back then. I think Utah has gotten better. Obviously, their starting quarterback and running back are out. But Jason Shelley and Ahmad Shine, both freshmen, I think they've stepped up well. Um, So one could argue that Utah is even better. Britton Covey, a 2015 uh, freshman All-American who took a two-year Latter-day Saints mission trip, has been balling out this year uh, in his first season back. So, Utah is, is, is hitting their stride. They're a different team, even without their starting quarterback and running back. But I think Washington has two. Uh, I didn't think that we would win the Apple Cup, but they, they they won convincingly against the Cougars. And I think that Chris Peterson is the best coach in the Pac-12. I think Whittingham's second. But uh, I'm digressing here. I think the Huskies are going to win, give me, like, 27-13. Okay. All right. I, I, I get that. Now – a game with massive playoff
1: implications, Alabama-Georgia. Um, what are you thinking on that game?
0: Well, if I'm Alabama or Georgia, I say, screw this. We don't want to play in this game, and uh, we want to get two SEC teams in the playoff. Why are we playing in this game? But that being said, they are going to play the game. And I, I, I'm i going to take the upset here. You know, I'm going to take Georgia. Um, and that's not necessarily as bad for Alabama as one might expect because, you know, they should be able to get into the playoff anyway. That's somewhat flawed, but we can go into that later. Um, But just talking about this game, Jake Fromm, I think he rises to the occasion. The national championship game last year, I don't think it was his fault. And people forget that they did score some 52 points in the Rose Bowl last season against Oklahoma, led by Jake Fromm. Uh, Good running backs at Georgia, Elijah Holyfield and pretty solid defense, pretty solid receivers. I just think as good as Alabama's been this season, this is not a knock on Alabama at all. I think they're the best team in the country, but I think everyone has to lose at some point, point. and Georgia might be a little more motivated going into this game knowing they need to win to get in. Alabama, you know, they don't really need a win. They don't really care too much about winning the SEC. Last year, they didn't even win the SEC West, and – they won the college, they won the national championship. So I think that Alabama might just have a bit of an off game. And if you do that against a team like Georgia, which they might be due for, uh, you're not going to win. So why not take the, take the underdog?
1: I I tend to agree with you in the fact that, you know, the motivation is probably more, obviously more on the side of Georgia since, you know, they, if they win, they're in, Um, I don't see how, if they beat the number one team in the country, they're, they're not in the playoff. Um, but and I've kind of been a, a critical of Alabama this year for you know the, the lack of schedule they played up until the LSU game they really hadn't played anybody but they played LSU who at the time was ranked number three I believe in the country right. yeah and shut them out and almost scored thirty points yeah so you know <laughs> yeah I I no mean wait or in no way do I like Alabama but until I see um, a team even put up a fight with them really a a real legitimate. Full fourth right. quarter fight. I think right. it'll be a close game, but I'm going to go Alabama in, simply because yards per game, they have 332 yards passing per game, and rushing, they have over 200, a little bit over. Wow. Like, that is a balanced football team. And, you know, Tua Tagovailoa, Tagovailoa I can't say his last name, yeah. but Tua is amazing. Um, and uh, Jerry Judy has been a standout receiver for them yeah. this year. And I think they'll be able to score quickly on the Georgia defense.
0: Yeah, you're right. I mean, they just have such a Good disposal of weapons. Jerry Judy, Irv Smith, Damian Harris, Najee Harris. Uh, they love those power running backs. So going into the Big Ten championship game, um, Ohio State and Northwestern, who do you think is going to face Washington in the Rose Bowl? Um, I'm actually going to pull the upside here. I'm going to go Northwestern. I, don't, I think Ohio State
1: is a better team than Northwestern, but the fact – Ohio State has shown no consistency this year at all. So they come off a huge win. They put 62 points up on the Michigan uh, uh, Michigan team last week, the number one defense in the country that Michigan has. But then they lose; they let Purdue score 49 on them earlier this year, and they can only muster 20 points. So, I think Ohio State. Uh, they get personally. I think the committee likes Ohio State to be in there because they're a big, obviously, um, uh, university, and they bring a lot of uh, mystique uh, to the college football playoff if they were to get in. I think that they could get caught looking ahead a little bit. Uh, Northwestern, I think, is a good team. I They've been a little uh, underrated this year, and they've beaten some good teams. And I just – I can't trust Ohio State to put up that kind of performance that they did last week. I expect a big letdown. And I'm going
0: to take the, the Northwestern this week. What about you? Yeah, um, the credibility that y- – I, I think you have some credibility in that, gosh, Ohio State looks good when they are playing well. That Michigan game, I mean, they just steamrolled the number four team in the country. It wasn't even close. It was almost sad because it's like, what is Michigan? How good does Michigan have to be to beat Ohio State? It's been such a lopsided rivalry over the past few seasons. But so that being said, they also got steamrolled by Purdue. Um, So it, it really just depends which Ohio State shows up. But more often than not, the good Ohio State shows up. Um, they had a bad game against Maryland, you know, obviously Purdue, even Oregon State, week one, their defense was pretty bad. But more often than not, I think Ohio State's going to show up. And against a team that's not phenomenal in Northwestern, um, probably some better Big Ten teams out there year to year than Northwestern. Clayton Thorson's a pretty good quarterback, and Pat Fitzgerald, I like what he's doing with the Northwestern program but I just don't see them being a Big Ten title champion. Haskins, I think, is the dark horse in the Heisman candidate. When he threw 73 pass attempts and a loss to Purdue, most people kind of ruled him out, and he probably won't win it. But when you look at what he has done, um, he's leading in most major passing statistics in the NCAA. So I think that, and with those disposal of offensive weapons, Paris Perry- I think Ohio State's just the better team. Yeah, better.
1: And, and I think Ohio State, obviously, is a really good team. Uh, but last week, Michigan's offense was dreadful. They put up 39 points, but that, like they did not look good. Patterson did not look like he was mm-hmm. ready at all for that kind of game. And Ohio State was benefiting from some big turnovers. And I be- Patterson threw an interception at his 20-yard line, his own. Yeah. Uh, they fumbled back down there. So I think Ohio State – Benefited a little bit from that last week. Obviously, credit to them. They were the ones that forced turnovers. But I think Northwestern controls the ball. I like what Isaiah Bowser's been doing. Uh, He has six touchdowns this year and 736 yards. And they'll be able to control the run game and uh, make this a close game and win it in the end.
0: Yeah, okay. So, that leaves us with – I'm starting to realize we probably shouldn't have saved this one for last uh, (laughs) title game. Clemson, Pittsburgh, you know, I wish I could tell you that I was going out on a limb and I had some secret to success for the Pitt Panthers, but unfortunately that's not the case. What about you?
1: Uh, yeah, the and Tigers are going to uh, smack this team. The one guy that for Pitt that actually can ball a little bit is Quadre Allison. He has 176 attempts, 1,134 1, rushing yards, and 10 touchdowns. Um, but their quarterback only has 12 touchdowns on the air and five receptions. Their leading receiver has only 489 yards and one touchdown. So <laughs> they're,
0: they're a, they're a ground team, which against Clemson's D line is pretty daunting. Yeah. And I don't think they're going to be able to run the ball. And
1: if it gets into it, which it's likely going to do, if it gets into a, you know, throw the ball a whole time. Ooh. Clemson is not, this is not even a comparable game. I think it's going to blow out probably the least, uh, exciting, uh, or big game of the week, I would say.
0: Right. Yeah. I, I'm in total agreement with you there. Um, I don't think we need to spend too much time on that. But that being said, we've got – the rankings just came out two days ago in the newest college football playoff rankings. And so, I don't know. I mean, where do you stand? What do you think is going to be the end result of this, the top four teams on Sunday at noon?
1: Well, uh, I think Alabama will get in, uh, obviously. They're number one in the country. Even if they lose on Saturday, I think the committee will still put them in, likely not at the one seed because Georgia would have beaten them. But um, then I think Clemson will be the two. I think Notre Dame will be the three. Um, And the four spots where everyone's really, um, you know, the the controversy is, you know, if Georgia wins, then they're definitely going to be in there. And then Alabama becomes a debate of should they be in? Because they're a one-loss team. Right. Um, And Ohio State's a one-loss team. Oklahoma's a one-loss team. Um, So, so, you know, that happens. But I believe Alabama will win. And then – you know, Oklahoma, Ohio State is what it really comes down to, if that is to happen, because, you know, Ohio State's been the team we were talking about a little bit earlier of how they so inconsistent. Last week, you're like, this team looks like the best team in the country. And a couple weeks ago, we were like, oh, this, this team is falling apart. What's wrong with Urban Meyer? All these issues. So, and, you know, Oklahoma, they got this stud offense, Kyler Murray, and, you know, they're, they're the number one offense in the country, but their defense is atrocious and they give up like uh, 33 points a game on average, but they score like 50. So, you know, I think Ohio state on their best day could give Alabama a run for its money a, a for real shot. Um, I do like the fact that Oklahoma could keep pace with Alabama and try and outscore them. In the end of the day, I think the defense will be able to limit them somewhat in Alabama's offense is no scrub as we've seen. So, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what, what uh,
0: comes of that four spot. Yeah, wow. I mean, I was – gosh, I was looking forward to a potential college football Armageddon, end-of-the-world scenario. If Michigan had beat Ohio State, Michigan wins the Big Ten, we'll say, and then Clemson and Notre Dame both win, and then Georgia beats Alabama – then what would you do there? You've got a one-loss SEC champion, Georgia, who beat Alabama. They have to be in. An undefeated Clemson has to be in. An undefeated um, Notre Dame has to be in. And then Michigan's a one-loss Big Ten champion, and Alabama's a one-loss non-SEC champion. That would have been exciting to see. So, in a sense, I kind of wanted that to happen because that's a more fun scenario to talk about. But with what we have here, judging by the picks that – that I, I previously said, Clemson gets the number one seed. I'm trying to think. here. Notre Dame gets the two seed. Oh, you think Notre uh, Dame jumps Clemson? Well, no, no. I said Clemson gets the one seed. Oh, oh, it's, if this were to happen. Oh, okay. No, no, no. I'm saying, Judge, uh, on my picks that I said previously in this episode.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have Georgia yeah. beating Alabama. Sorry.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, no, yeah. So, Alabama loses. So, Clemson is one, Notre Dame is two, and then you have Georgia at three, and most likely Alabama at four. You know, it comes down to, for argument's sake, we'll say Oklahoma beat Texas by 14. We'll say Alabama lost to Georgia by seven, uh, and we'll say Ohio State beat Northwestern by 20. Then you have three one-loss teams, Alabama, Ohio State, and Oklahoma. Oklahoma would have lost to Texas, who would be a four-loss Texas. But they did – it'd be interesting because they will have beaten them again if they do beat Texas. I know I picked Texas uh, today, but this is just for argument's sake. And Alabama is a one-loss non sec champion who lost to the playoff team Georgia – And Ohio State lost to Purdue. So you have essentially two teams with conference championships with worse losses than a team who didn't win their conference championship but has a better loss. So that kind of evens out in a sense. I don't think they weigh conference championships that importantly. And I think that just by the eye test. I mean, they said they're not going to, you know, they said their goal is to put the four best teams in it. Alabama. You know they could lose by forty. Tua Tagovailoa could be sick, and they could lose by forty. And I think we all know. <laughs> yes, in college So you know, I think Alabama just by a rule gets the four spot. Yeah, you know it's going to be extremely interesting. I see how this plays
1: out. Uh, we're going to come back in an episode next week for you guys um, after all this uh, happens and see uh, who what we think next Sunday or uh, will happen or yeah. is this yeah. on here next Sunday. This Sunday at noon is when we find out, yeah. This Sunday. We'll do an episode um, next week and uh, see it all turns out. It's going to be a fun weekend. Yeah, it'll be interesting.